Hello and welcome. You're listening to the You Do Root podcast, and I'm your host, Allison Cullen. I'm a mom with a background in business and counseling, but I've always been tapped into the more woo-woo side of everyday life. I'm here to take you on an exploration of your spirituality, give you helpful life hacks, help you on this evolution through motherhood, and give you a weekly dose of useful woo. If you need your cup filled, your mind expanded, and you want to increase your manifestation abilities at the same time, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Allison here, your host of the You Do Woo podcast. Finally feeling like I'm getting settled in to this new way of life, new home, new schedule. I'm working a lot less than I did the past few months. It's sort of crazy. I'm taking way more days off and it feels so blissful and yummy and sparkly. (laughs) Couple of quick announcements for you. I have a really fun manifestation masterclass coming up soon. You can sign up for it in the show notes. It is specific to journaling. So it's very interesting in manifesting literally my dream life. Like this has been a while in the making, but it's really crazy because it ended up happening really fast. And I was looking back to see like how I actually brought like literally like the steps I took to bring this into reality. And I realized that I changed my journaling practice about six months before calling these manifestations in. It was in October of 2022 that I started a different way of journaling. And so yeah, October, November, December, January, February, March. So it took a little less than six months for everything, almost everything on my manifestation list to come through. I'm having to restart a manifestation list, y'all, because I've brought almost everything in. It's sort of nuts. So I decided to do a masterclass on this. So we are having a masterclass in a couple of weeks. It's gonna be good. If you are already in my mastermind or in alchemy, do not sign up for this. You get this for free. So stay tuned in our Voxer groups for that. I will get you the info. But if you are not yet in my membership or my mastermind, please sign up. It's going to be really, really fascinating for you to learn exactly how I utilized journaling. And it's not like you have to spend an hour a day journaling. It's very, very fast. It could take you five minutes each day. I'm going to give you the specific like line by line items, things that I journaled about each day. And some were like on a monthly basis and some were a weekly basis, some were a daily basis. You can make it work to to work with your schedule. But this is what I did exactly to a T to call in my manifestation list in less than six months. And I'm not saying that it's going to take you six months to call everything in. Things started coming in within about three weeks of me doing this journaling process. So if you want to know what all I did, join us for the Manifestation Masterclass. This one is specific to my journaling prompts, my journaling practice. 
and you can sort of change stuff up. Just take notes on everything that I give you and then you can change it up to fit to your personality, your human design type, your schedule, and it's going to work for you. So I'm super excited about that. I'm also really pumped to introduce you guys to our guest today. Amy Schramm is a gem. Oh my God. I love her so much. She was in my pod squad mastermind at the beginning of this year and she started her podcast. She is actually a commercial photographer and she just made a big move as well. She just moved from the Midwest down to Florida and she is living her best life. So I'm so excited. We actually recorded this before we both moved, but we knew that we were going to be moving and it was a really cool conversation. She's very woo-woo. She is going to be an expander for so many of you and I'm so excited for for you guys to be able to connect with her and meet her. So enjoy this episode. DM me if you have any questions about this journaling masterclass. And if you are somebody that's like Amy, who is wanting to start a podcast, or if you want to start monetizing and growing your podcast, send me a DM. We're probably going to do another pod squad mastermind soon. I'd love to have you in there. Oh my goodness, guys. Okay, I'm so pumped. You have already heard from one of my pod squad mastermind members, Jacqueline Ivanchik, but today you're going to hear from the second one, Miss Amy Schramm. Welcome to the You Do Woo podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on here. It's so exciting. Did I pronounce your last name correctly? That you was said something. it perfectly. Okay, you did perfect. not sound like a salesperson. <laughs> you are known to me as Tell Me More with Amy because Amy, that's your podcast show name. And yeah, I'm so excited to have you on. You have such a fun story. Just so that you guys know, Amy is a fellow 6'2 sacral generator. She's a little ahead of me on the 6'2 ride towards age 50. She just turned 40 earlier this year. So I'm a few months behind you. And I'm so excited to hear if any shifts have happened since I know that it's really like 50. That's the big deal. But I've heard from a lot of a lot of six twos and a lot of people with sixes that 40 there's a shift too. So anyways, tell us all the things tell us a little bit about you your background and upbringing what you've been up to the past 40 years. Yeah. I am so excited to be on this show and yes, I'm definitely a six, two. And that's how I got linked up with you is because I heard you on a podcast and I was like, holy moly, this girl knows what she's talking about, human design. And I relate with her in so many ways. (laughs) My story is I grew up in a very religious background. Um, and long story short, you know, Bible Belt, Midwest type of upbringing in a private school. But as a 6'2", I was always pushing the limits. It was like, don't tell me what to do. I'm as independent, that type of thing. So it was kind of an extreme case. Like my sister, I don't think I've told you this. My sister, Emily, she's the youngest. So I'm six years older than her. So I went through high school and I was uh, kind of made to go to Bible college. This is kind of, and um, she ended up being on MTV because her story was so crazy. What? <laughs> so for me as a six, two, or maybe it's my Aquarius. I never, I never talk about that part of my life, but I think it's now me starting to, 
to open up and being real with people. I honestly, when you said 40, like I don't even tell people my real age because I'm kind of behind in things because I had to go to Bible college and then I, well, I had to take college over again and, you know, things like that. I had to take classes over again because my college wasn't accredited. So I was like, okay, let's do this over again. So I was always like, I was such a hard worker. Like I would do 18 hours. I would bartend. I would, you know, just trying to make, I was always in a rush, you know? So yeah, I w- I did learn a lot as a 60. I went through a lot of a lot of learning experiences. So really quick, did you grow up in St. Louis? I grew up in um Kirksville, Missouri. So it's about four hours north of St. Louis. Um, my parents are from St. Louis. My grandma's my person, and she's the reason why after college I moved here. So she's still my person. So the Cardinals are playing today. So I'm gonna go see her oh, after that. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if this is why I feel more connected to you. And I don't know if you ever listened to my past life regression episode. I don't know if I have. So it's interesting. It was from, I think, February or March 2022, but, and I'm not going to, I'm not like quite ready to share who I was because some people know this person, which is interesting if I was really her in a past life, but I lived in Missouri for most of my life. Stop it. And people still, like I'm from Texas in this life, people still sometimes are like, are you from the Midwest? You have slight, like a slight Midwestern accent. And I try really hard to I can see that say y'all and be Texan and all the things. But um, anyway, something interesting, which is why I feel more connected to you, maybe. I want to hear more about that. I know there's something about Missouri, actually. I always thought I was gonna move to LA or I am we can talk about me moving later. But yeah, there's something about it here. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Sorry to interrupt you. Just wanted to put that in. I want to hear that. <laughs> I hear we'll that talk story. about it after. Yeah. <laughs> So I, let's see, I worked really hard. I worked really hard to to make up for what I thought I was behind. So I was very career oriented, very, I'm getting out of my small town. I'm getting out of the, like, like all of my friends either were married by 18 or 19 with five kids or got the heck out of there and moved to Cabo or on drugs in prison. I mean, it was just like extreme when you shelter your kids that much or try to control them, you know, and some, yeah. So anyways, I was very career focused. Like I was determined I'm going to make it. I'm going to make a life for myself. So went to college and then worked at an advertising agency for, Wow. Nine years right after college. And I worked my way up to commercial photographer. So I had a lot of really cool career opportunities like Dr. Pepper. We photographed Guy Fieri. We photographed Blake Shelton, Rune 5. Rune 5, saying happy birthday. That's so cool. I forgot, I forgot how old I was. I don't know. But I just was able to like experience a lot of things in the career field. Um, then I went out on my own. Five years. It's crazy. Five years ago, COVID made things kind of weird, but almost five years and started my own business and been successful at that. And now I'm like, whoa, okay, slow down. If you want to talk about astrology at all, my North Node is in uh, the fifth house of Cancer. So my South Node is, yeah, I can be very successful if I want to be. And I have been and in past lives, I definitely have been, but now let's like focus on the family you want and focus on opening your heart and things like that, that I had closed off for so long. So now I'm now at 40, I'm like, whoa, now I'm at a whole new phase of my life. Yeah. 
I want totally different things that I wanted that I wanted before, you know? So now I'm on a whole new journey. It's like turning, it's not even turning the page. It's like a whole new book. I can imagine. So when you just turned 40, you're an Aquarius. So you turned 40 in February. Double Aquarius. Oh my goodness. I'm Aquarius rising. So oh, I'm a wow. Sagittarius sun, Aquarius rising and Pisces moon. So I'm feeling all the, the emotions and stuff the past month. Jesus, it's been a lot. So question with the whole six deal, apparently there's a shift around age 30 or when your Saturn return ends. For some people, that's like more like 33 or so. It just it sort of depends on your chart. And then there's another shift at age 50. I've heard a lot of people having a shift around age 42. So it's like halfway through that second part of your life. When did you notice your first shift? Because like for those who don't know, if you have a six in your chart, your first 30 years of life up until your Saturn return is done, you operate more as a three, which is the experimenter, the throwing spaghetti at the wall, the like screwing up a ton, just experimenting with all the things. Living life really fast. Yeah, definitely me. How did that show up for you in your first 30 years? Oh my goodness. Growing up so strict, I was always like running away or always like pushing the edge. I'm also double Aquarius. I was, I had to wear a uniform and I would always not wear my uniform or it always like, you know, wear like bell bottoms with a like tank top, like with the show my belly and I was, you know, all this stuff. And then when I went to college, I mean, I, you know, I learned the hard way, a lot of things that maybe I should have learned. I don't know. There's not a should, how you raise your kids is up to you, but, but I learned things very late in life really fast. And looking back, I even had astrologer look at my chart and she's like, oh, wow, you definitely have guardian angels. Like you were so protected because there's so many times I should have been in a car wreck. I should have, you know, been I should not have been drinking all those nights, bartending, going home from, you know, from my work shift. Like, you know, there's just like a lot of stuff that I learned, learned in my twenties. So yeah, I, I definitely did. I, I was like living fast. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to make up for lost time, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was raised religious, but it was very different than your, than your upbringing because I was the one I know in my past life, I was super religious and, and it's weird because growing up, I was, I was the oldest child and I was the one who was forcing all of my family to go to church. I was like, get up, we're going to church. You know, like I was the parent almost. My parents had, you know, went to church, but when I, when we, you know, you get older and it's sort of like, oh, we just want to sleep in on a Sunday and have fun and da, da, da. And I was always like, nope, we're getting up and going to church. <laughs> You know, That's so, so funny. I was a funny one and I've talked about this a few different times, but very much went away from that in college and right after college and then came back into finding my own, my own sense of spirituality and connection with God and, and all that kind of stuff. But man, my twenties were freaking rough. I, my Saturn return started with a terrible breakup and then extreme amounts of drinking so much that I got a DUI. Like totally. it was just like, <laughs> I'm the same where I must have been protected. Me and one of my best friends went on a cruise 
And it stopped in Jamaica. And we decided we could just go off. We were like 21, go off by ourselves, went and got some stranger to drive us over by the airport and gave us weed. And we smoked and we like almost didn't make it back to the freaking so cruise dangerous ship. There. I was like, oh my God, if my uh -huh. child does these things, I'm literally going to die of a heart attack. Like how, yes. how? I don't know. I'm even in my late, I guess I think it's my, even my early thirties. I don't know. How old was I? I went to Jamaica as well and fell off stage. And my doctor was like, you have to stop hitting your head. Cause I definitely hit my head a few times. And I had a contused, contused pelvis, contused ankle and a concussion. I woke up the next morning and I had like bloodshot eyes. And so like I flew home, I flew home with a concussion. That's like, so not safe. We're very much protected. I am so. so protected. We are so protected. And I'm so glad that, yeah, I'm not there anymore. <laughs> yes. That is not um, your your higher self and your next right. level self that you're stepping into. But for anybody who's a six and resonates with this, you're, nothing is wrong with you and you are not alone. I had to do quite a few years of sort of deconditioning from shame and regret and guilt because that's just, it was going to be that way. Like we were just sort of destined to go through all of that, to become the yes. people we are now and we'll, we'll continue to grow into, you know? And I think it's, uh, um, it's because we're healers too. And so when we understand those experiences, when we go through those experiences, when we understand deep pain, then we, and it, we transform it, we alchemize it, then as we enter the age of being on the rooftop, then we can actually, you know, talk about it and heal others and be like, you know, I was there too. And that's how I've learned. That's the shift I'm seeing now is now I am wanting to help others. And I am everybody on my podcast. It's like, okay, how can we heal? How can we bring understanding? You know, there's a nonprofit that I work with here in St. Louis that outreaches to inner city um, girls. And so it's like all this pain that I've gone through in my younger years, you know, I have alchemized it. I have come up top, but it's like, how can I help them where they're at, at seven, eight, nine years old, <laughs> you know, not have to go through so much pain, you know? Yeah. And I know, I know this wasn't the same for you, but for me, Growing up, I was very much the good girl, the perfectionist, like I did everything correctly, you know, didn't get in trouble very much at all. And so my time college and, and post-college of like getting myself in trouble quite a bit, I never got in trouble by my parents. They were always very, they weren't really authoritarian. It was sort of like they trusted me to, to learn things as I needed to, which was great. But it was hard. It was hard for me. But I know that my reason for going through that and screwing up so much was to like get rid of my ego and perfectionist self of like, because I used to judge other people a lot and be like, what? Blah, 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 blah. Like, I remember in high school, my high school boyfriend used to always like sneak out of the house and go and I was or, or go drink and I was so pissed at him. I'm like, this is not good. You are bad. Da, 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 da. Like you're being a bad influence and all the things. And I was just so judgmental of anybody who was doing, you know, normal teenage stuff, I guess, that I that I wasn't participating in yet. Right. And so I know that I had to go through all of that. And I like, I seriously, these dates hardly 
judge other people's actions because I'm like, well, I mean, unless people are like watching the news too much, then I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, turn that off. But they're just everybody's doing on their, their best, path, right? They are. It's like yeah. they're on their path, even if it's somebody I really love and it breaks my heart. It's like, well, they're on their path. Like, I can offer my support. I can offer, you know, they can come to me, but I can't go in there and tell them how to live their life because they're not going to respond to that. They're on their path. They're on their journey, what they came here to learn, you know? Yeah. So you started out on your own as a commercial photographer in 2017. What has happened since then that has a little bit more brought you into, I mean, I know you're still working as a photographer, but you're also now a podcast host and you have a big why. Tell us a little bit about that. I didn't go to school for business or marketing. I knew my craft very, very well. Um, I was, I am a very good photographer um, as an artist. And so going off my own was like, oh my goodness. But I knew in my um, sacral, I just couldn't do it anymore. I could not show up to work one more day. It was, it was, yeah, I just knew in my, my gut that it was time to go. And I really did not have a backup plan. Um, and then they ended up uh, hiring me to freelance. So we were reshooting all of Panera's menu boards. And so, you know, I left it a very good note. And, and on a note, I was able to freelance, support myself that way. But that was really the start of my hermit stage. That was, I have to cut off everything that's toxic. All, like my ex-boyfriend who... Um, we love each other, but it's very toxic. Um, he, we're not making each other grow because not only does my mental state depend on, on this, it's my financial state because now my, like my internal state of being is going to reflect on the quality of life I have. So I really went inward. I really just started seeking out, um, like the daily arm and doing like inner child work, like, finding anything I could podcast uh, meditations. I was introduced to the, sh I didn't even know what the chakras were really, but I was really just digging into that stuff and started just doing chakra work. And my sisters, I have two sisters and they're like, what's different about you? They're like, Whoa, have you been like, are you different because you've been meditating? <laughs> like what's going on? So yeah, leaving my corporate job and taking that leap. Um, Pa, there's a quote, Paulo Coelho, am I saying his name right? Said, if you want something bad enough, the universe will meet you. And that's exactly what happened. It's like I had to take that leap. And when I took that leap and really went inward, then people that came out of the woodworks to help me that were, were mentors, you know, like my idol commercial photographer from Chicago, like he had me on his tutorial. Like, and he sold these tutorials. And so it was, it was taking that leap of not knowing how I was going to make money, but knowing I was, I couldn't do, I, I knowing it was the right thing for me to leave and then just trusting in my sacral and being like, I trust that. And, um, that's the really big path of what got me on the spiritual path. I've always been spiritual, but this has been very like developing that muscle um, and then in 2020, again, was another, you know, we all had a lot of, uh, downtime and that's when I went to go see my sister. I live in St. Louis. She lives in Sonoma and I packed up my dog, my camera, and I just had this yearning to know about like 
not the Oregon Trail, but like who was here before us? Like the indigenous, like, like what, like what was, what happened? What hurt happened? And so I, I mean, it's kind of funny looking back now. I was like, would I do that again now? But I think in 2020, I was just so desperate to get out of here (laughs) and um, just met a lot of, I went to like different art galleries and heard different stories and just learning about other cultures and people, even in St. Louis, there were things that my eyes are opened up to that most people don't know about. And I'm like, wow, like the more awareness we have of other people's pain and what they've been through, that's when healing comes. That's when healing. So that's like kind of my journey now. It's like, I need to start this podcast called Tell Me More. And it's not to give me a spotlight because honestly, like my Chiron is in the third house, which means it's um, like growing up, I hated being in front of people. I hated being on the microphone. That's why I'm behind the camera. But your biggest weakness, Chiron, your healer, your most intense healer becomes your biggest strength. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to put my voice out there so other voices can be heard. That's the goal of the podcast. So, and it's pretty cool. The people that are outreaching, can I be in your podcast? Can I tell my story? You know, so it's, I don't know. It's really special. In our last seven weeks together in the Pod Squad Mastermind, I was sort of going through everybody's human design charts and looking at like different gates that were activated and what you could utilize for your show and stuff. And you have, we talked about this already, but in your throat chakra, you have the gate 23, which is all about coming here on earth with an agreement to see the future and this new world way of doing things, which is so cool, which is just like the whole vibe of your show. That makes me want to cry that you say that, honestly. Like you see that. It's crazy. Yeah. So a couple quick questions, one having to do with photography and one having to do with your podcast. Just FYI, y'all definitely go give Amy a follow on Instagram. I'll put all of her links and the link to her podcast in the show notes below. Amy's a wealth of knowledge on all things and especially astrology. I'm very new to astrology and on all of our uh, mastermind hot seats, Amy would always pipe in with like, this is happening right now. And while we were doing this mastermind was when the very beginning of Pluto going into Aquarius, right? And I know that it's like a sneak peek, like it goes in and then it goes back for a little bit until 2024. One thing I did hear, am I right with this? That Pluto going to into Aquarius, one of the thing shifts that's going to happen, and I think I heard this on Lacey Phillips' podcast, the expanded podcast, the To Be Magnetic brand. I love her. Yes, she's so good. But that photography was like Pluto rules photography, and so that's going to be something that very much changes in these this year. What? I do, I you have to send me that, but I feel that I do feel that because. Um, Aquarius is technology. It's moving forward. It's like, I've always, even growing up, I always could kind of feel like even fashion, like what was going to be in fashion in five years, 
you know, it's like always, I feel I'm always a little bit out of place. I tone myself down to like, you know, be normal, but I'm like, I can always like see a little bit ahead of the game. And what I've been saying is, um, AI, right. AI is going to take a lot of some photography, like when it comes to product and things like that, like, cause I do a lot of like product work or, so I'm wondering if she's talking about that, like Pluto going into Aquarius, and then thinking about technology, Aquarius is very, very much about technology. I'll link the episode below and I'll send it to you too because it's it was pretty interesting. She all, she talked about photography and film. And she said that with one thing with film that was going to change is going back to a little bit more of the like good feeling shows and movies rather than the like Game of Thrones, everybody slitting throats and dying kind of stuff. I can't. Like, I can't. I, can't I, watch I, that did, I did watch it like 10 years ago. And now I'm like, I can't. Like, if there's even just somebody hitting somebody, I'm like, can't do it. Turn it off. Nope. I'm so sensitive now. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, anyways, that's just something to look to look out that's for. So and, interesting. Yeah. And I talked to my husband about this. He's he's a photographer, but his like he gets paid as a digital tech. So he went to school for photography, but he's the digital tech with which people don't usually know. It's like the I know exactly like yeah. right hand man that handles all the files and stuff. Does he do, do use Capture One? Do you know? I'm for sure, yes, but I think he does other. There's it's a other very important job. Yes, yes. Oh my goodness, yes. So he, we were talking about that, like what's going to change in photography and everything. And he works in commercial too. And I mean, he's had some hard, hard jobs of like, like he shopped for chilies a few weeks ago and he's like, what are we doing here? Like, I just feel gross. I feel gross taking pictures of like food that's bad for you to make it look good for people who can't afford this and make them go spend their, you know, half of their weekly paycheck on a night at Chili's. Like it, he's like, it's just gross. And he's more and more over the past three years, attracted really aligned clients that are like good people, good values, whatever, but it's hard, man. And that's like his, he's a projector too. So he's, he's not supposed to be working like 10 hour days like y'all do, but I've heard you talk about him before. Yeah. Yeah. But he really is like, I, he wants to keep doing it, but he really just is like, I like something has to change. I want to only say yes to clients that I'm aligned with their values, you know, and feel like they're doing something good for humanity or the earth or, or whatever. That's such a hard thing in commercial photography. It is. And that was something my eyes were opened up to. I was like, wait a minute. And especially in 2020, when I was like, I, before I was like so excited to get these big accounts, like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But then I'm like, whoa, whoa. So I'm really good at what I do. And then the marketers take it and sell this product. You know, there was just some things that I had to say no to that. I was like, okay, I won't do Monsanto. I won't do, um, you know, other things we don't need to talk about. Um, but yeah, I'm the same way um, because a lot of my clients, I love shooting. Um, technically, I love shooting liquor because it's so pretty to shoot. But me with my past of not... I don't really drink anymore. Um, so, but what's funny is maybe the product's not aligned, but I'm noticing now the people on my team and my clients are aligned. 
So yes, they're, this is their brand, but it's so funny, even in the liquor industry, like even my friend owns a tequila company and he doesn't drink. <laughs> There's so, and it's, it's a shift that I've seen, like the creative directors, the art directors I work with, usually, you know, after a shoot, we, I'm like, what do you like to drink? Okay. I get an assistant, get them all the drinks. They're like, oh, we don't drink. I'm like, okay. So literally we've been shooting barefoot wine for three days and no one drinks. So it's, it's not so much about the product anymore. It's about right now, as I'm shifting into my next book, it's the people that are, I'm, have been surrounded with on my jobs that are just really good people because it can be really in the advertising world, you can be surrounded by toxic people. So that's what I've noticed is like, yeah, maybe the product's not a hundred, like it's beautiful. We can do beautiful work, but the people that I am surrounding myself with or attracting right now that is making me like a living right now. Um, they're very aligned. They're very good people. And that's a shift. Yeah. That's how my husband feels too. He was like, we have the best conversations. We have like deep conversations. There was even a girl that he works with that was like, Oh, I listened to your wife's podcast. He was like, what? You know, and she was like from LA or something. And I was like, so okay. cute. And he's finding out everybody's human design and astrology. And I was like, this wasn't this way three years ago. So something's, something's changing. That's pretty cool. It is cool. Yeah. I love that. Oh, I also need to connect you with one of my best guy friends owns a alcohol-free spirits company in Austin. Ooh, and it's, I'm into it. it's sort of new. So connect let me, me, let me get you. I, Austin's somewhere I want to go check out. Yeah. There's lots happening there. Do you ever um, look at, oh God, astro, astrotology or something? Astrocarto? Yes. Yes. And you I can do. see like your, you can see like your, your planets of like energetically what area in the world is good for you. And you can see your transits. So in the next two years, what areas are good for you, which is pretty crazy. I might have to get with you on that because I got it done in 2020. And so I have the chart from then. I think it was like May 2020. Nothing was going through Austin, but I live in Dallas right now. Dallas is, I forget what planet it was, but it was in charge of family, which is, this is where I moved, got married and had a baby. Was it Venus? The love? The love? I forget. I'll have to send it to you. Yeah, after we get I'd love off to of see him. it. And then I have some sort of, I think Mercury goes through Portugal, which we're playing Ooh. around with moving to. And then Uranus goes through the Texas Hill Country, which we're already also playing around with moving to. So, wow. Wow. So your life is going to shift if you move, like it's going to like, yeah, because as an Aquarius, Uranus, I never say it right. It's your ruling planet. Yeah. 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 And that's funny because I'm really drawn towards Spain too. I have really good lines in Spain, really good lines in like the Canary Islands, Italy. So I want to take, I eventually, I think that's like where I'm going to head. Love it. Tell us too, before we hit record, you were telling me about an app that you can get on that has to do with astrology, the pattern, the pattern. And I absolutely love it. 
and all my friends who I tell about it, they are obsessed. So you put your birth time, birthday, like all of your astrology stuff in there. So it tells you your pattern and it tells you your timelines, like what you're going through right now. But the best part about it is you can run a bond. So like me and you, if we were friends on there, we could run our bond. Like these are um, the things that you have in common similarities and even specifically like whoa, you guys probably had a past life together. You guys were family in a past life. Um, And you can see karmically, like some relationships that have come into my life karmically. And I knew it was kind of, okay, well, we released whatever that karma was and now we've gone our own way. It's funny when you look at it, you you see that like, yeah, you had a past, like you were past life connected for sure. And then some people, that um, I feel like, wow, we're doing some really good work together. And it shows, yeah, you're going to, you're like helping each other into your true path. So your North node, it's really cool. It's the pattern. It's an app. Okay. I'm going to download it. I'll also link it in the show notes back to astrocartography really quick. So you're making a move. What, what lines go through Florida where you're moving to? So what lines go through Florida, I can pull it up, but. Or what's the reason for you moving? I didn't know. The reason for me moving is I've been wanting to move actually for a long time and finding community. So St. Louis, I have really powerful lines in St. Louis. My son is in St. Louis. And so St. Louis really has made me who I am, my career, um, a leader in my industry, things like that. And now it's interesting that the transits are saying, you have worked so hard that without even thinking about it, you're even becoming more of a leader. And I can feel that in these next two years. And people are looking to you to be a mouthpiece for their cause. And it's like, I'm not even seeking this out. This is just naturally happening. Um, But I also feel like I need, as a photographer, as a podcaster, I can live anywhere I want. I have like five planets in Sagittarius. So I have to travel and it's on my MC line in the 10th house. Um, Florida, I went to St. Pete for my 40th birthday, not even knowing. And I was like, oh, I definitely feel really good energy here. And I feel like I can be, I can just breathe a little bit easier, meaning community. I'm, I'm looking for community, more aligned people that you can be a business person successful, but you can also be super into the healing arts. You know, I can go do sound healing on the beach with my dog. And that's what I already plan on doing. Um, But there's like my Venus is there, which is my love planet, which is just me like loving life. Um, So there's some really cool transits there. And I've saved really hard. And so it's like you can bring your own resources there and plant it and watch it grow, which is my Saturn my Saturn is pretty strong there right now. So there's really good transits in these next two years, which is so funny because I used to want to move to LA, so I want to move to San Diego, um, anywhere in California. And it all the transits are saying, um, yeah, you're in a state of you're going to lose all your resources, like all this stuff. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to California. I'm not doing it. Also, it's but, just so expensive there. We have people moving. Of course in, I'm going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. We have, we have people moving in droves from California to Texas right now. Like every new person that I meet, they're like, we're from LA. We're from LA. I'm like, okay. So no, I thought about Austin. I looked at me and my dog. We travel to, like I travel all the time, but I went to Austin and checked it out a little bit. But I'm such a tropical girl. Oh, like yeah. I cannot wait to be by the Gulf of Mexico and then like be so close to like Cuba, 
maybe salsa dance. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm sort of sun. I'm like a little I bit think you jealous. Should, we should like plan a trip. Yes. Yes. I'd be down. Maybe I'll do my first you do woo retreat in Florida. Oh my God. That'd be so fun. You should look up your lines in St. Pete and see what it says. Or like Sarasota area. It's just so magical. Do you fly? Is the big airport St. Petersburg? Tampa. Okay, Tampa. Oh, so I've flown that's in there before. That's so easy. easy. I'm gonna be so my sisters live in wine country. So well, one lives in a van. She's in Mexico right now. The other one's in cinema. I can get quicker to them in Florida than I can in St. Louis. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And I can drive to St. Louis when I have a job. So it works. And any type of moving water, especially the ocean, is so healing. Like for everybody, honestly. Mm -hmm. Wherever we move, if we move to the hill country, we'll be two hours from the Gulf of Mexico. And if we move to Portugal, I want to live in the Algarve, which is just right there. It's like you look, you're right by Morocco. It's so amazing. I wonder if we have like similar lines because Morocco and Spain are like really good for me too. Let me email you as soon as we get off my actual carto. That's so fun. That's so fun. I'm so excited for you. So we'll wrap up with talking a little bit more about your podcast. Your main thing is going to be interviewing healers and people who don't really have a platform for sharing their story, right? Yes. So it's evolving, but tell me more. So it's open, but it is getting people out of their four walls, whether that's mentally, physically, spiritually, culturally. So it's really bringing people outside of their mental four walls. So it could be another culture. It could be another healing modality. It could be somebody with like a really powerful story, but it's all with the intent of bringing awareness and healing and inspiration. Awesome. Because you and I are talking right now, I'm just writing down all these things because I'm having like all these ideas come to me of people to connect you to. One of our best friends moved from Dallas to Brazil and he he's amazing. He's so fu- fun to follow on Instagram. I'll share I'll share him with you. But he has the coolest life. He sold his re- he created a recycling company here in Dallas and he sold it and moved to Brazil and now he helps he like takes people on trips, like backpacking trips. I love that. So cool. I want yeah, he needs to ha- he needs to tell his story. Yes, he does. Yeah. Well, and a lot of everybody at the beginning is because I travel so much. It's not anybody that I'm like, oh, you're famous. I want to interview you. It's been, whoa, I met you for a reason. Can we, I need to tell your story. So it just, it's pretty cool. The people I've met along the way that I'm like, wow, I feel like, okay, I'll be back to tell your story. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, you know what theme I'm seeing a lot lately, just in the past month though, is big podcasters interviewing people who have no following and not, and no, like they're not famous. They don't, they don't have 10,000 Instagram followers. They don't have a big podcast. And these big name podcasters are interviewing quote unquote, smaller people now. But oh, wow. It's refreshing. It's so, it's so refreshing. refreshing. <laughs> it's so refreshing. That's what it's so we, real. Yeah. When we were on our hot hot seats yesterday, somebody mentioned that, like, oh, how do I go ask somebody, you know, to be on my podcast? And it's like all those things don't matter anymore. It doesn't matter if you're a new podcast, a baby podcast. Like, you know, I am not at one million downloads, but I still have like 
big name people reaching out to me to be on my podcast and you you can do it the other way too. So totally, totally. Lots of stuff is going to change. I'm so excited for your show. Thank and to listen you. to more and more episodes. I will link your show in the show notes below and your Instagram and anything else you've got going on. I am so grateful to meet, to have met you. Yeah. I'm so, yeah, I was just, it was random. I heard you on Spotify and I was like, uh, I need to meet her and look at this. I'm so glad we connected. Thank you for doing your thing and doing this for us. Thank you for starting your show. <laughs> it's important. It's going to be really important work the next few years. Thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of You Do Woo. I know that you already have a very full life and that there are literally millions of podcasts that you could be listening to. So I'm super grateful to you for being a loyal listener. And I'm so grateful for you sharing your favorite episodes with friends and family members. That is how we are able to serve more people and raise the collective consciousness and really get the word out on a bunch of these fun spiritual topics that we're talking about. I would love to connect with you. Send me a DM on Instagram at you do woo, all one word. I'd love to hear how you loved today's episode and just a little bit about you. I can't wait to connect. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com.